0: And here we are again at the end of another program. Let's have a chat about the unusual stories in motoring and transport. Once again, I'm joined by Brian Smith. Okay, Brian. G'day, David. Now, uh, Brian, you have a story for us.
1: Certainly, this is uh, the use of variable message signs, not just to provide you information, but to shame individual people. So uh, the River Park Flooring Company in Canada had a, client who owed them some money, a little bit more than uh, $1,100, and uh, they weren't going to pay, so um, the, the company placed a variable message sign along the side of the road indicating that the that person whose name they used on the sign had a balance overdue of $1,153.19 and the comment, not cool, and uh, quite quickly, the, uh, the customer paid the bill. Within a few days, but uh, there was a lot of questions and a lot of reaction about, well, you know, is it appropriate for for sort of deliberately shaming individual people uh, and uh, you know potentially blackening somebody's name who's totally innocent? It's uh, it's an interesting use of uh, that sort of technology on the roadside
0: we know what they expect the person to do to pay the bill but what do they expect the public to do about it i've run a reasonable business and 20% of the account department's time was spent chasing up payments it can be it can be you know in a very very expensive business in fact you know there are businesses now that will take all your bills charge you 10 or 15% and uh, factor and go uh, and do the chasing up for you. But the other side of it is there could be extenuating circumstances.
1: Indeed. There's certainly, you're asking what the sign expects of others, well, clearly to judge that person. And there's a very good chance in a small place that, uh, that many people could know that person and uh, find out perhaps more about this situation than they ought to.
0: You are turning the community into lynch mobs. It's the Darren Hinch principle. <laughs> Every everyone hates a person who's a pedophile who plans and what have you but i have heard stories of some people that end up on the uh, sex offenders register who have made one mistake many years ago or even that might be debatable now i'm not justifying i'm not saying it's good but to turn lynch mobs to create lynch mobs is i think somewhat dangerous Mm. within that context.
1: No, I agree. I think it's risky to put a sign on the side of the road that calls out a particular person unless that person is a politician in which case (laughs) knock knock yourself out
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, Brian, there was uh, um, some men uh, doing a robbery emerged from a one-stop convenience stall on Hungry Hill in uh, Stourbridge in the UK in the West Midlands. They went to hop into their silver Volkswagen Golf and it wouldn't go. And so they went to a Mondeo that was nearby, hopped in it, drove off without realising that there was an 88-year-old and a 37-year-old woman in the back. Now, Brian, I just wonder whether this is a story that Ford may use to publicise the fact that their Mondeo worked when a Volkswagen Golf didn't.
1: (laughs) Or or perhaps it's so comfortable and roomy that you just won't even notice there's other people. The performance (laughs) is so good, you know.
0: (laughs) You can carry out a conversation in the back without disturbing the people in the front. Yeah, look, there's a lot of lines here. I know. Marketing must jump on this. Well, look,
1: an 88-year-old woman, I just hope that the robbers were, weren't were foul-mouthed. No, that, that they were
0: appropriate. Well, I know some 88-year-old woman who might be somewhat foul-mouthed and telling them what they thought about being suddenly chauffeured where they didn't want to go.
1: Mm. It appears, though, that... The fellow, uh, the, the two women were in the back of the car and apparently the driver had gone out to use the uh, an ATM but had left the keys in the car. I guess maybe, you know, they were, had the radio on or something like that but it is a, a bit of a risk that you leaving someone in the position where anyone could jump into the car.
0: Well, leaving your keys anywhere can be a great danger. There's now quite a, well, there has been quite a situation where people break into your house, go to the... Little key rack that's near the door, get the keys to the car and go out and steal the car. Mm. Because it's not, there's no use stealing the, well, there's no, you know, there's no video recorders anymore and your televisions are pretty cheap compared to what they used to be. So really you've got to go back to uh, uh, pinching the car. Now, we did do a story some time ago about uh, the Prius ad at the football at the Super Bowl, which had the Prius being used as a getaway car. (laughs) Mm hmm. So you, you know there is a potential to use this for advertising. The other thing is, quite often you see an, on the news now they don't just report that a car had a crash; they report the they report the brand of the car. Uh, and it really started to happen with Commodores, and the other one is Subarus doing ram raids.
1: Oh yes, Subarus were well known for that, weren't they? They'd select a nice Subaru.
0: That was often, I think, seen as a bit of a hoon car by some. Oh, yes. And then they're now reporting if it's a four-wheel drive.
1: There's a a social element to this, isn't there? A cultural element about, uh, you know, I guess there's an opportunity then for car companies to perhaps persuade the news to report on other car brands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or cash for no comment.
1: Emphasise, yeah. Emphasise emphasise uh, you know, other fa- other brands rather than their own.
0: Today, a Ford crash there, Was it poor uh, reliability? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. The other thing was that was somewhat ageist because the heading to this story reported that there was an 88-year-old woman in the back and failed to mention that there was also a 37-year-old woman. Doesn't seem, uh, seem uh, balanced from that point of view. Brian, you have a story for us.
1: Indeed, David. This is a story of multimodal travel. So, uh, a woman in Ohio who missed the last bus for the night decided to get home uh, by stealing an ambulance um, from the hospital. So, uh, a 43 year old Lisa Carr, the ambulance driver, had left the vehicle running on Thursday night and uh, she jumped into it, drove it to her own home. She was arrested by police after a short pursuit, as they say, and she was charged with theft, failure to comply with a police order and driving whilst under suspension. Um, so, David, uh, I think she showed quite a lot of initiative but possibly uh, should be using her powers for good uh, instead of evil.
0: Taking car sharing to the extreme, really, isn't it?
1: At least there was no, no patient in the back of it.
0: An 88-year-old woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was on the way to help the 88 year old woman who was caught in the back of the, the car. Possibly. It's, Possibly. I reckon, I, I, in fact, I get on a bit of a soapbox here, which may surprise you, Brian, uh, that really I'm, I, I hate the lack of humanity, you know, that it's more important for me to get home than for someone mm. to have an ambulance. Now, yes. when, I'm, when I'm tired and frustrated and, and, and f- not feeling like I'm being heard, uh, I get more frustrated when I'm on the road. Um,
1: You act out
0: Yeah, and so there's this whole thing Now the road toll's going up We know distraction road rage is going up I wonder if it's not the sort of environment that we have now politically and in the media Where there is everything I say is right, everything you do is wrong uh, the
1: me, 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 me sort of yes, generation. Yes, the me
0: me generation. It's been said in many cases, yet now we seem to be applying it with a much greater vileness, almost vile, mm-hmm. of which we it just describe things, which Trump said, Donald Trump said that uh, the death rate is very, very high and it's going up and what have you. Well, it's only been going up recently, and I wonder if that's not because he's on the scene. <laughs> Rather than just because there's some policy that may not be appropriate. Anyway, that's that's my soapbox issue. Let me just uh, finish with this story, uh, Brian. Uh, the police uh, have reported in the uh, city on the, in the Indiana Indiana County uh, five Amish men. Well, they're men in the sense that they're over 18, but in the American sense, they're not men because they're not allowed to drink. However, they're in one of the Amish buggies. And uh, several of them, well, were actually weren't in the buggy, they were on the roof, which, surprisingly, <laughs> yes. the police thought was a bit unusual.
1: <laughs> it must be a hard top.
0: Uh, I thought they might have been profiling them for a while, but <laughs> being on the roof, perhaps that gives them a reason. They pull them over and, of course, they're drunk. Sorry, Brian, you were saying?
1: That- I was going to say it must be a hard top because uh, it obviously wasn't the, the little buggy with a fringe on top. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're in the area of Sunset and First Street, and uh, they pulled them over. Uh, Here's an interesting thing, Brian. It's been said that uh, older people driving, if you stop them driving, they actually become pedestrians and have more chance of dying.
1: Oh, interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that's an absolute thing. I'm not saying that should therefore make a policy decision. But uh, the, the concern is, of course, if a, a person is driving and they lose their competence, they then might be a danger to other people. But a buggy, is that is it better to have the kids in the buggy uh, rather than staggering along the street?
1: Well, certainly, as long as there's a competent horse at the front, they, I mean, they're pretty clever. You, you, a horse will pretty much learn its way places and get people home quite safely. Um, so I, I think um, you know, there's a chance that them being drunk in charge of a, of a horse and buggy is probably less risky than uh, drunk in charge of a, of a car.
0: Oh Well, you know what that leads to. You should have uh, random breath testing for horses. Ah, as long as the horse is sober, I don't know, David, I think. Well, the other thing is perhaps a horse-drawn buggy is one of the first examples of almost an autonomous vehicle. Mm. Take take me home. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Maybe we could get to that quicker than what we might do, because we saw the, in the uh, Overdrive News that the Tesla autopilot has been defined as being a bit of a risk to safety for other reasons. Well, perhaps we should go back to the horse. Brian, you know how much I enjoy having a chat. Thank you again for your time. You're very welcome, David. That's Brian Smith, and we were talking some quirky news.